Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cat to her. The Wake Up Pro. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Well, that's your Tuesday edition of All That's News. I'm Matt Lane. All Sports Talk is next on News Radio WGNS. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to all sports talk. The Tuesday edition. Hope everyone had a good holiday weekend. Leading into this, uh, looks like it could be a pretty hot summer. At least it's going to be hot through midweek. Um, school is again, school's out. Pools are open. Spring fling is done. The high school sports year is done. But only briefly. High school football team's practicing today. They've got a couple weeks they can go. And um, then there'll be a two-week what they call dead period. They're not, the players aren't even allowed on school property. <clears throat> so, and then next thing you know, you're practicing pads, going to passing clinics, and, and then it's the first of August, and we're ready to play football again. So, you don't last long. Okay, spring playing. Boy, really productive for Rutherford County. Probably one of the best years um, I remember us having. I know we had six teams in the um, in the tournaments, various tournaments, and um, every one of them won at least one game. Some of them happened to win a little more, which we'll talk about. We're going to do a recap of spring playing. Um We'll start with uh, Eagleville Baseball. Now, let's start with softball. They won the first championship. Uh, played on Saturday. Uh, they played Huntland for, I think, the seventh time. Uh, second in the tournament. And um, their path to the state championship was anything but easy. There were some great pitchers in that Class A bracket. Uh, of course, you know, Addie Linton, Addison Linton uh, for Eagleville. Uh, there was a girl from um, Gordonsville that threw a no, uh, Linton threw a, a no-hitter in one of them uh, in the win over Dresden. Dresden had a pretty good pitcher. Joe Burns did. Uh, the girl at Gordonsville had, um, my gosh, through a perfect game, struck out 20. So 20 of the 21 outs were whiffs. Pretty boring if you're a defensive player. <clears throat> but anyway, it was Eagle that come out on top. They won their opener 2-1 to one over Joe Burns. Both those runs unearned. They beat Eagle but one to nothing. Both those games unearned. But they got timely hits. They made their opponents pay for their mistakes. They beat a Huntland four to three, and then they beat Huntland again, who had to play earlier that mo Saturday morning. They beat them in the finals five to three. A little history for you, uh, Eagleville. They were a charter member of the TWSAA in 1925. This was the first team sports champion 
that they won in any sport, boys or girls. You think about that. Kind of remind me of last year in the College World Series, Mississippi State. I think it was their first one since like 1926, or may have just been their first one. Period. Anyway, um, first team title in any sport. Um, previously, <clears throat> uh, Eagleboard had a runner-up in four different sports: uh, softball last year, girls basketball in '81 and '82, volleyball in 1999 and baseball in 2012. Uh, They did it with a handful of freshman starters. They did it with just one senior. So, you know, your conventional wisdom thought will be, well, they're the team to beat next year. And they are. But, remind you, a lot of these teams had young players. You know, there'll be close games. Eagle got hot, too. got to remember, they lost uh, twice, I believe, during the regular season to Huntland. They were the number one seed in the tournament. But they beat them at the right time. They beat them in the region finals. Then they turn around and beat them again. So, while Eagle's gaining that confidence, um, Huntland's got to be like, ooh, maybe or, do they have our number now? Well, they did. Um, I think they went three and four against them, but they um, won the the three that mattered. That region final's big because you get to host a team that you're going to be better than, more than likely. And so, anyway, all you can say is congratulations. Great day for Eagle Bowl on Saturday. Then we come to Sunday. Eagle Bill had outscored its opponents 35-1 to 1 going to that. And the way the state tournament w- works, <clears throat> uh, it's different in softball than it is in baseball. In softball, they're in an 18 bracket, and it's double elimination. In baseball, you have two 14 brackets. Okay? Um, the Eagle Bill won their bracket. It was the top bracket. The other bracket, um, McKenzie won it. You know, essentially what you do, you play too many four-team tournaments. And the two that come out of that, they play a one-game winner-take-all because a lot of people were thinking, I had a couple people ask me, they got to beat us twice because they've already got a loss, right? And I went, no. It's one game. So it's a, it's a pressure-packed game for sure. You know, even if Eagleville had a loss their softball game, um, Huntland would have had to turn around and beat them again. And that's what happened last year. Okay, so Eagleville, um, they won their first game over Bradford 11-1. to Bradford had a couple pretty decent pitchers, some good players, but they were out. They were outmatched. They were overmatched. Uh, then they beat Coalfield thirteen to nothing. Um, Coalfield severely um, outmanned, uh, and then uh, Eagle will beat Bradford again eleven to one. So they've outscored their opponents thirty-five to one going into the championship game. Um, Riverdale, I mean um, Riverdale, um, Eagleville. They fall behind um, three to nothing. First time, it was ironically, uh, you know, they, they were in a position they weren't accustomed to. But you're going to face a qual. You're going to face a real good team when you get to the finals. And you know, you got to give McKenzie credit. They had a lot of moxie. They um, they won three games in two days out of the losers bracket. But Eagle came back and tied it. Then they tacked on a run. They're up four to three. And then um, Nate Brewer, um, who was named Mr. Baseball the day the tournament started last Tuesday, um, got a hit in his final bat to knock in an insurance run. 
Nate, by the way, is the son of Mudcat Brewer, who played at Smyrna and MTSU. He was a really good player at MTSU, drafted by the Colorado Rockies. Um, it's uncanny. They wear the same number. They bat left-handed. Their stance, their mannerisms, they're identical. So you can tell who's coached him. Um, so he started out pitching. Then they brought in Tanner Mabry, who uh, shut him out uh, the last uh, four innings. And Eagleville, on a Sunday, one day after the softball team wins the state championship, they win the state championship. It was packed out at Riverdale. I mean packed. I believe the, the majority of the town was there uh, to support Eagleville. And... Um, you know, you can't say enough good things about them. I mean, they they came in there, you know, targets on their chest, and um, just played some good ball. You know, they got great pitching. You know, pitching in soft, whether it's softball or baseball, uh, that's what wins games. <laughs> so congratulations to those uh, two fine programs. You're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Rutherford County Schools are hosting a career fair on Friday morning, June 3rd, between 9 and 11. Some of the jobs include custodian positions, education assistants, special ed, nutrition, bookkeepers, teachers, and more. For positions in K through 8th grade, go to Stewart's Creek Middle School on June 3rd. For high school positions, visit Stewart's Creek High School on June 3rd. Find the job that's right for you. Both job fairs are Friday morning, June 3rd, from 9 to 11. Visit rcschools.net. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going over Spring Fling. We had other teams in there uh, in softball. Uh, Stewart's Creek was in there. Uh, they lost three to nothing to Farragut. Ironically, Farragut went on to win the state championship, as did their baseball team. She had two teams in spring fling, that two different schools that produced championships. Um, Stewart's came came back though. They beat Coffee County three to nothing, a good win. Coffee County's got a good pitcher, and then they were eliminated uh, three to one uh, by Wilson Central. They did win a game. And um, first time there, they counted, they, they handled themselves well. <clears throat> Riverdale 
one of the more unique and um, positive stories this year in Rutherford County sports, prep sports. Um, they lost six to four to Collierville in ten innings in the opener. It was a tough one, but they came back and shut out Hendersonville, and then they returned the favor against Collierville, winning six to four. The same score. It's the first time they've ever beaten them, and they faced them a lot. And then uh, they were up three to nothing on Farragut, and Farragut answered with ten runs. They were. Uh, Another outstanding Farragut team. They always are. Stewart's Creek um, opened up 10 to nothing over Centennial. And then they had a nightmare game against Houston. Lost 10 to 2. And then uh, they lost 8 to 4 uh, to Powell, which is up in the Knoxville area. So, and after that game, Michael Bartlett, head coach there, uh, announced his retirement. <laughs> Didn't really elaborate on much. Michael's a pretty – he's a great guy. He's been a very good coach, but he's a better guy. And um, he said it's just time. That's about all he could muster up to say. Hope I get to talk to him this week uh, to do a story on him for the Murfreesboro Post and have him on the radio. Um Mike, in eight years, Stewart's Creek went to the state tournament four times. And in, including in that was a runner-up finish one year. So, you know, he uh, he leaves he leaves a nice legacy there at uh, Stewart's Creek. Rumor has it they'll probably promote within. <laughs> Don't know that for sure. All right. Um, and softball um, well we already talked about Stewart's Creek alright we'll move on to soccer Oakland beat Houston one to nothing. first time they've ever beat them then they turned around and lost to Bearden 3-1 to one. Bearden was just too good for them but another fine year for Oakland soccer back to back state appearances so that's our teams. Um, in track and field, five Rutherford County athletes won a gold medal at Spring Fling Outdoor and Track and Field Championship over at Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. 16 people qualify for the state. The top eight get medals. But Central Magnet, they produce three first-place finishers, uh, led by senior Samantha Ayulette, who won the 1,600-meter and 800-meter runs. Senior Emma Kate Hamby finished first in the 3,200-meter run, and senior Blake Younger was first in the 3,200-meter run. So, three champions. Uh, Rockvale boasted its first state champion in the sport. And on the boys' side, uh, Jacoby Tharp took the gold in the 100-meter hurdles. He recently, at the grade 8 event, set the state record in that event that was held by um, Mike Powell, um, former UT football and track star. It held since 1981. Junior Lewis LeGrant was the number two qualifier coming in into the 200-meter dash, but he won it. So, very good, very good performances by Rockville. Senior Riverdale Mackie Bonds finished second in the high jump, and Laverne Junior John Sherman was second in the 100 meter uh, dash. He was also fourth in the 200 meter dash. Siegel senior Caleb Barrett was second in the 3,200 meter run, and senior Kyra Hayes of Siegel was third in the 3,200 meter run. Last year's star was Amari Sharif, Amani Sharif out of Rockville. 
and she was in many ways this year. She did not repeat as a state champion in the long jump. Well, hey, if it rains, you run, and the weather was a factor. It's no knock on the girl from Clarksville Northeast, but um, Amani uh, finished third in the long jump, and um, her time her leap was like fifteen one. While competing in the uh, pentathlon the week before, or like the Saturday before, her jump was nineteen um, one. So you can tell the conditions played a major role in that. However, she finished third in that. She had another great spring fling. Finished fourth in the pentathlon, um, which is amazing. Third in the long jump, third in the high jump, and fourth in the 100 meters. To close out her career, uh, she's going to uh, Austin P to run her college track. And Rockville boys and girls finished eighth as a team. So... Good for them. We had a lot of medalists, as I said. Um, of course, obviously, Samantha Ayulet with two medals. Emma Kate, Emma Kate Hamby, uh, Sharif. Uh, Kyla Joy, a freshman out of Oakland, finished sixth in the 400 meters. <clears throat> of course, Tharp, he was won the 100 meters and was second in the 200 meters. LeGrand, of course, first in the high jump. Bonds medaled, Sherman medaled. Um, uh, Jarvarian Ote, a sophomore out of Stewart's Creek, is going to be a good football player too. He was eighth in the 100 meters. Guyan Young, a junior out of Blackman, was eighth in the 400 meters. Arian Carter, fine running back at Smyrna, was sixth in the 300 meters. And Tamar Upshaw, senior out of Riverdale, was seventh in the 800 meters. So, pretty well represented uh, this, this spring playing across the board. Not only the teams, but a lot of individual. Uh, again, I think it's um, one of the best spring flings, if not the best fling we've had across the board. Uh, since it's been here, what, 20 years maybe? So, um, congratulations to all those athletes. Congratulations to the ones that made the state tournament. If you make the state tournament, you're one of the elite athletes in the state. You know, not everybody can not everybody can medal. Okay, we got a couple new uh, coaching situations going on in high school. Kind of wrap things up on the prep side. MTCS has announced the hiring of Greg Eubanks as its boys basketball coach. Uh, he comes to MTCS after spending the last three seasons as the boys coach and athletic director at Harding Academy in Memphis. He'll be making his return to the Middle Tennessee area where he previously served on the high school boys basketball staff at Innsworth from 2010 to 2019. Howard Pride, um, the head basketball coach at Stewart's Creek, uh, stepped down. Reportedly, has to take care of some uh, take care of some family members down in Alabama. Uh, he's got 376 career victories, um, and he uh, really did a good job at, at Stewart's Creek. His replacement appears to be. Matt Brett Bradshaw has been the head coach at Watertown the past 12 years. Uh, Bradshaw's four, age 45. He's a 94 grad of um, Lebanon High School where he played for former coach uh, Randall Hutto and um, earned his degrees at Cumberland University where he was a member of the golf team. He's leaving a program that was the all-time winning in his coach with 233 wins. So, this is the time of year you're going to start seeing some coaches make decisions. Um, of course, he's, Bradshaw's been in it in a while. You see a lot. You don't see as many 
wiper coaches as you used to. I mean, I think Coach Bartlett, I don't even know if he's – he's probably in his mid-50s. And uh, he just said it was time. But you, you, you don't see him coaching as much. They – they retire, they or they go into administration end of deals. Um, so, but uh, I think we'll see some more coaching changes. I know Blackman's got a new volleyball coach. Um, it just happens around this time of year, you know. You get some time to chill out, reflect, and I just don't know if I want to do that next year again. So, all right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. The traffic's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar still out here this afternoon. Certain sections of 840, they were clearing a wreck over in Williamson County on 840 near Lewisburg Pike. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Middle Tennessee track and field continues on, and five Blue Raiders have qualified for the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. They kick off on Wednesday, June 8th. That is a week from this Wednesday. And uh, graduate student Usilla Chip Kimmy was able to qualify for both the women's 1,500-meter and 5,000-meter. Alaba Akintola fought wind and rain all weekend but came out on top in both the men's 100-meter and 200 meter at the regional and will be Oregon bound. Also, uh, Omama UV Air here nearly jumped out of the stadium, tying a season best mark of 2.18 meters in the men's high jump. He will be now qualified for Eugene, Oregon. Abigail Quartang was part of major NCAA preliminary round history, being one of 11 jumpers 
to tie at 1.84 meters in the high jump. That earned her uh, in the East Region uh, preliminaries a shot to go to uh, to Oregon for the Nationals. And Esther Issa earned her second, earned her third trip, rather, to the NCAA championships after taking seventh in the women's triple jump. Her mark was 13.07. All right, let's turn to, well, speaking of track, if you have not gotten your RSVP in for Saturday's celebration of life for Dean Hayes, you need to do that by emailing Tony Stennett at stennett at goblueraiders.com. Also this week, Take a bag of dog food by the Hall of Fame building and drop it off right there in the Hall of Fame lobby uh, as there is a dog food drive uh, as part of the celebration of life for Dean Hayes. Blue Raider men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt announced the promotion of Logan Johnson to assistant coach and also the hirings of Rashad Richardson as director of operations and Brandon Buskey as strength and conditioning coach. Johnson comes to the assistant coach role after three years as the Blue Raiders director of operation. Richardson joins the Blue Raiders after two years on the staff at Tulane. He played for Ron Hunter at Georgia State, helping the Panthers to 74 wins in two postseason tournament appearances and Buskey comes to Murfreesboro after two years of being the assistant strength and conditioning coach for Auburn men's basketball. So welcome those folks to the program and congratulations to Logan Johnson for his promotion up to assistant coach. Well, Blue Raider baseball had a rough go of it last week in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, down two pitchers. The Blue Raiders dropped went, dropped games to Old Dominion and Charlotte to uh, wind up their year. The Blue Raiders finished with a record of 29-26. and 26. They were 17-13 and 13 in Conference USA play. Just happened to run into Coach Jim Toman today, and uh, he is uh, on his way to uh, – to uh, the Cincinnati area to recruit and says, I got to go find some guys, and that's what he is off doing. Blue Raider football, Maurice Shakur has been uh, named. Uh, he is part of uh, the GA staff at Middle Tennessee. Former Blue Raider offensive lineman excited to be back on the home turf. The uh, Blue Raider football schedule, all games but the Miami game, uh, game times and television outlets are on GoBlueRaiders.com. Speaking of Conference USA baseball, only two teams from the league made it to the uh, tournament. Southern Miss will be hosting a regional in Hattiesburg, while Louisiana Tech, who won the tournament, is traveling to Austin, Texas as the number two seed in that regional. All right, that's it for this Tuesday. Still feels like a Monday, though. We'll have more for you tomorrow. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Your pet is more than just a pet. They're your family's fearless protector, your fetching athlete, and your crumbs on the floor detector. The warm, snuggly heartbeat at your feet. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I understand why your pet means so much to you. Did you know that State Farm and True Panion have teamed up to give your furry family members the protection they deserve? Pet medical insurance. It's another way State Farm is here to help life go right for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, college baseball. NCAA Regional is about to crank up this week. Tennessee is the number one seed. 
with a 53-7 and record. Uh, he not only won the um, regular season of the SEC, um, they also won the tournament over the weekend, beating Florida in the championship game. And very tough, excuse me, very talented team. I mean, when you've, when you've got the nation's best ERA and have hit the most home runs, that's a pretty good combo. Stanford is the number two seed. Oregon State the three. Uh, Virginia Tech is the four. Texas A&M, Miami of Florida, Oklahoma State, and East Carolina. Southern Miss earned number one seed. Of course, Southern Miss, uh, last year in uh, Conference USA, moving on to the American Conference, uh, they got into the tournament, obviously, as a, as a number one seed. Ironically, LSU, not a host this year. They will be part of that region, so that's going to be a good region. Um, no Old Dominion. The day before the selection, they were saying they were one of the last four in. And there was no um, Texas San Antonio either. I think he could make a strong argument for either one of those. San Antonio had a pretty good RPI, and they played in the championship game. Um, MTSU just didn't happen. Really, the last, the, the, the last two weeks were a disaster. You know, they got swept at home by Southern Miss. Really weren't competitive, but maybe in one game. Um, and they were a no-show at the tournament. In their last um, four games, they got outscored 67-7. to So, just a tough, tough time to go bad. Um, you know, they had a Ham, the pitcher, was out. That really hurt him. He was, at the time, probably their best pitcher. Um, Peyton Whittington, it was conference pitcher of the week two weeks ago. He couldn't pitch against um, Southern Miss. He was sick, and he didn't get out of the first inning against Charlotte in the game. They lost 22 to nothing. So... The Blue Raiders went from being on the bubble two two weeks ago, two weekends ago, to just um, it was just a disaster for them. You know what can you say? All right, um, some interesting things about this year's regional regionals. Um, well, there won't be a repeat. Mississippi State, the defending state champion, uh, went 26-30 and 30 this year and didn't receive a bid. No team has repeated as national championship, as a national champion at the Division I level since South Carolina in 2010 and 2011. This year's field includes two teams that have never been there, Coppin State and Hofstra. At the conference level, the SEC and ACC both had nine bids apiece. <laughs> um, next in line was the Big 12 and Pac-12 with five bids apiece. So, I guess now, before we look into some of these brackets, you know, you look at middle, what they got to do. They got to get more pitching and they got to get more, better hitting. You know, I mean, they really had a good season up until the end. They had a solid, not great, but a pretty good season. They were right there in the hunt. Uh, they The only time they got swept was the last series of the season, and, well, that was a by number one seed. So, you know, you get a win out of there and go and do a little damage in the tournament, you know, who knows? Um, but it just it didn't happen. 
you know, they made the tournament. They were they could have finished from second to sixth. I think they were sixth, but just didn't. You know, I don't know what's going to be coming back for them. You know, one thing that Portal's done, you don't know who's coming back. And you know, uh, I don't know how many rounds of the draft there are. I think there were 20 last year. So you had less players getting drafted last year. You know, COVID has really messed a lot of things up. The Portal has. I mean, we had Sean Middleton, the Seagull softball coach, and he goes, you know, we got juniors that don't even have offers. They used to always have offers by now. Coaches are waiting to see what's out there in the portal, established players, before they offer. And so, you know, some players are having to walk on, maybe go to a junior college, maybe go to a smaller school than they would have had to a couple of years ago. And that, that's where the portal, I mean, it's good. It's good for you. It's good for college teams, you know, particularly if they pan, pay out, pan out. But it's bad for the kids. It's bad for high school kids. There's just not as many opportunities. Of course, that'll be another subject for another day. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. Ah! <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. The traffic's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar still out here this afternoon. Certain sections of 840, they were clearing a wreck over in Williamson County on 840 near Lewisburg Pike. A Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1440. 1550 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, with locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right, Tennessee. The number one region, I mean, yeah, the number one seed um, should get through the region, this regional. They've got Alabama State, who they open up with. Campbell, Sporty and 17, the Fighting Camels. They were in a regional, I'll tell you about in a minute. And Georgia Tech is the number two seed. ACC team, uh, historically very good program, 34 and 22. Um Anything happening in baseball? I mean, it really can. Seen some crazy stuff. But one year, the Camels were out at Stanford. Camels were there. And they're they pretty much a, 
a consistent program year in and year out. Uh, they don't match up with Tennessee, but if you get a pitcher that matches up, but Tennessee's just they were they were up and down their lineup. They're so dangerous. But anyway, Middle's playing um, Stanford. First game of the tournament. And, um, they had six teams in each regionals back then. And so, uh, Stanford has a very good pitcher. He's an ace. And the um, MTSU's got a pretty good pitcher. And Tom Wegman. And so, press conference, he announces who's pitching. He says, we're throwing our ace. And coach goes, well, why wouldn't you save him for somebody better? And he goes, well, watch their pitcher tomorrow, referring to MTSU. So, Wegman goes out and matches this guy, inning for inning, to about seven innings. I think it's one to nothing or two to one, Stanford. Well, that pitcher for Stanford was no other than Mike Mussina who's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And ironically, him and Wegman both got drafted by the um, Baltimore Orioles. Of course, Mucina was a bonus baby. He was the real deal. And I'll tell you one thing I remember about that game, though. Middle hit some, a lot of good, good contact, but they had a center fielder named uh, Jeffrey Hammonds, who also played for the Orioles. And subsequent years um, who just ran everything down at the time I thought he was the best center fielder I'd ever seen in college baseball and I'd seen a lot of college baseball uh, but anyway middle ended up they bowed out of that tournament but it was kind of neat to watch a future Hall of Famer p- pitch and you knew he was going to go to the major leagues uh, Wegman by the way uh, Hung around for a while, made it as high as AAA, but never get really got the call uh, to the bigs. But uh, it was a it was a fun. Uh, it was my first trip to Stanford. I mean, there, golly, what a what a campus! Uh, it was a vulgar display of wealth. Their tennis courts, you look like a little mini Wimbledon. It was unbelievable. All right, uh, hey Georgia Southern out of the Sun Belt Conference is the number one seed, forty and eighteen. Louisiana also made it, so two teams out of the Sun Belt, uh, two teams out of uh, Conference USA, and I mentioned those three teams. They're actually going to the Sun Belt. They're not going to the American Athletic. Uh, so this year, the Blue Raiders have played their final uh, athletic games against uh, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. And you look at that, those are some pretty good programs you're losing. Obviously, Marshall in football and basketball. Southern Miss certainly in baseball, some years football. And Old Dominion, men's and women's basketball and baseball. And so the Blue Raiders are done with them. Vanderbilt, uh, they are going to um, Oregon State as the number two seed and really kind of limping in. Don't know really what's going on. Uh, Their stats add up, but their wins haven't. You know, I just – but you never know. You get in a regional, you you can turn it on. Auburn's the number one seed. Um, You know, Southern Miss, they are the – I think they're the 15th seed and Georgia Southern's the 16th seed or anyway all that starts um third of this month this week super regionals are next and then the college world series begins on June 17th you know obviously if Tennessee doesn't make the world series it'll be a huge disappointment if they don't win it Obviously, when you get there, you want to do damage. They didn't do that last year. It was kind of a fiasco, to say the least. But uh, actually, Southern Miss is the 11th overall seed. So 
So that tells you what kind of ball was being played. That's why I thought, you know, some teams matched up with them pretty well. Uh, MT, um, the Conference USA also got Louisiana Tech. I don't know if I mentioned that a minute ago or not, but um, who knows. Speaking of football, MTSU, they'll have – they're going to have a bunch of games on TV. Uh, they're on ESPN Plus against James Madison. They'll be on Colorado. They'll be on TV against Colorado State. Those first two games are road games. It just hadn't been announced what network uh, will hold do the Colorado State game. The MTSU TSU games on ESPN Plus. Their game at Miami is also will be televised. Um, San Antonio, CBS Sports Network, uh, UAB on Stadium, Western Kentucky, it just says ESPN Networks. Um, as UTEP, as as well as UTEP, La Tech, Charlotte, FAU, and FIU. So a lot of games on TV for the Blue Raiders uh, next year. And, of course, we'll get more into the Blue Raiders as – summer rolls along but as I said you know just like as the college just like the high school football season seems like you start you start in mid-August and then boom it's over it's December Oakland's in the championship game at least that's the way it's been of late don't know what's going to happen next year Oakland lost a lot of players got a lot of good young players back They've kind of set the bar. Uh, they don't. They don't rebuild. They reload. What will Blackman have to offer in year two? They got some guys that are getting some quality offers from major universities. Uh, Riverdale lost a bunch. Lost a bunch. But we shall see. All right, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, that'll do it for today. Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.